looking forward to worship every single day. I may sound like a dying animal, but as long as I sound like a dying animal for the Lord, that's all I care about. So you guys might need to sing a little louder and help a sister out while we worship the Lord.
prepared for the offering this evening.
go ahead and shout hallelujah and get it out of the way. Well, I've been doing this a day or two now. I can tell when I look in the mirror the color of my hair. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. I know they make stuff to cover that, but that's the only wisdom I got. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I thought, as I was thinking about, this is like the third night without break. Yeah. And I don't care everywhere I go, uh, the third night seems like that's when the tiredness, especially if it's a work night, yeah. you know, the tiredness and fatigue, it's always that third night. Yeah, it sets in there. And I thought to myself, well, it is the third night, but I just have a feeling yeah. that this is a type of church that's not going to suffer from third night syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I believe I've gotten to know you well enough to know that when the power of God begins to fall, you'll continue to be obedient unto the Lord. Yes. Yes. Praise the Lord. My, my, my. Amen. Amen. Seems like there's a few faces out tonight that I have become accustomed to seeing, yep. but no doubt work and other things. Uh, but, uh, amen, we we pray that they'll continue to go and get in and, yep. and come back often and all yep. that good stuff. Because we need the house of the Lord, don't yes. we? Amen. We do, and we need one another. Yes. Amen. Uh, praise the Lord, we do. Yes. Uh, it's God. it's all. This is this is not our design. Nope. This is God's design. Yes. And He created it just like He wanted it. Amen. And if the, uh, there's no fault in God, sometimes we have fault. Yes. And that'll disrupt, you know, the ordinances of God. Amen. But but the good thing is the gates of hell is not going to prevail against the church. Yes. Amen. And so he's always going to have a church. Yes. Amen. Amen. I remember I pastored a church one time years ago, and outside of me and my family, we got down to three people. And I preached like there's 300. And I tried to tell them, I'd say, we might not see people laying all over the floor right here and speaking in tongues over there, but we're a part of the church, and somewhere God's filling people with the Holy Ghost. Yes. Amen. Sometimes it just comes down to who wants it the most. How bad do you want it tonight? How bad do we want it tonight? Praise the Lord. I just have a feeling, and not necessarily because the words I'm going to speak, I just have a feeling that God's going to fall in this place in just a little while. Amen. Praise the Lord. There's nothing like the anointing of God. I heard several in their testimonies talking about that power going to fall. Yep. I believed you. Yep. I, the Bible said we're two or three. Yep. Amen. Would, yes. would gather together in His name. He'd be in the midst. And also, if they'd agree touching any one thing. Yep. I know there's been at least two or three. Yes. Amen. Brother Marshall, claim it. Amen. Hallelujah. So... We want God to move, and if you haven't, if you haven't got your miracle in this revival, we want you to get your miracle. If your healing has not been in this revival thus far, we want it tonight. There's no sense in 
putting it off any longer, but uh, you know, being at God's elect and being full of the Holy Ghost and being in the church of the living God, uh, we're just subject to a few promises of God. And I'm telling you, when we take a hold of those promises, I like to pull them straight out of heaven and right down upon myself. We have the power, church, amen, to create our own environment in a, in a sense. We have the power, amen, to reach up and pull anointing down upon us. Amen. He said we walk by faith and not by sight. Quit looking at our problem and how big it is and begin to look at God and what he's already done and what he's going to do and what the word says he'll do. Amen. If we can do that, we're going to have church around here in a little bit. Praise the Lord. I've had a great day today. I've got to, uh, man, I just uh, wasn't trying to be rude or nothing, but just felt like spending most of the day in prayer and reading the Bible and trying to learn and yeah. and uh, man, just was back. How many enjoyed that service last night? Yeah, amen. Amen. Yeah. I, I felt the Lord so strong. I had to get up and go to work. I was just sitting there in that old chair. Yeah. God was pouring on me, and I was loving it. Amen. <laughs> but then I got up here, and I really got to loving it even more. Yeah. And uh, what a time we had in Jesus. Yeah, amen. Man, I want to have a fresh time tonight, yeah. don't you? Yeah. I want to have a fresh time tonight. If you have your Bibles and want to go with me, amen, to the book of John. Book of St. John. Chapter 5. Verse 1. No doubt a very familiar story. Amen. We're going to preach it again. The Lord will help us. St. John chapter 5 and verse 1. After this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is a, at Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool, which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda, having five porches. And in these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, of blind, halt, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. Now, if I could just pause momentarily, uh, impotent, uh, simply to be impotent uh, is when you're powerless or you don't have the power to change something. Amen. So you can be impotent on a lot of levels. There may be a situation in your life or uh, something going on or you may have an illness or, or whatever, but you don't have control over it. Mm -hmm. Praise the Lord. That's what I'm, and there's a lot of us impotent tonight. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Amen. But these people knew where to go, didn't they? Yeah. Amen. For, uh, verse 4, for an angel went down a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Wheresoever then first after the troubling of the water stepped in was made whole from whatsoever disease he had. Yeah. I mean, I, I really don't have a title tonight, but probably... What you're going to be, could be hearing a lot of is step into the water. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Step into the water. Would you pray, good pastor? Amen, Lord. Amen. Father, again, we ask you to rest yes. pour your spirit upon us tonight Amen. in this place. Amen. God, that you would quicken, Amen. oh Lord, this Amen. Amen. sanctuary, quicken your people. Lord, that we can be able, Father, to come alive in you and in your word. 
Bless your messenger tonight, Lord. Use him, anoint him, and give us ears to receive. Hear hearts, O Lord, to, amen, be changed unto you, Lord. And I pray, God, let your glory fall upon us in Jesus' name. Amen. Be seated if you want to be. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your words, God. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Amen. Again, we're just thankful to be here. Uh, I know at times that if you were guilty, the preacher probably seemed a little rough. And it's not my intention to pick on no one. And so I hope you feel that when we do minister to you, it's out of love. Amen. And uh, see, I want you to go to heaven with me, and I want to make it too. So I want to not only... Uh, give uh, what God gives me to give to you, but then I want preachers to in turn turn around and do me the same way. And so the seed I sow, I will reap. So if I'm obedient to the Lord, then other preachers will be obedient to me when it's my turn to sit out there in the pew. And I've got to make it at all costs. But thank you for when when the word went forward for receiving it in the right manner. That means so much uh, that we have that perfect understanding that what church is about. Yeah. It's not only about us being saved, but it's about uh, saving a lost and dying world. Yes. And, I, and I'm and i utterly convinced, and I know you are too, amen, that the more on fire that you get for the Lord, amen, the more it's going to be contagious and people around you and I are going to catch on fire as well. Yes. Amen. No doubt you came to the house of the Lord uh, for one, the Spirit of the Lord draws you, but a lot yes. of you are here because you've seen the excitement in someone else. Yes. And that excitement, uh, when you got an invite, uh, made you agree to come yep. to God's house. Amen. So it's important that we stay excited, amen, about the things that be of the Lord. Amen. amen. But we're so thankful everybody's here tonight. And I, I just feel like that the Lord... Uh, is going to pour out something special amongst us tonight. Amen. Amen. Uh, I'm just thankful for that. I, I tell you. Amen. I'm, I'm like a racehorse. When I know and have a feeling what God's going to do, it's hard for me to focus on the task at hand. Because yes. I just want to step right on into it. Praise the Lord. But sometimes we got to preach and, and build a message. Amen. And then let God fall as He will. Yes. Praise God. My, my, my. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. But according to St. John, the fifth chapter here, amen, uh, uh, there was this there was this pool, amen, called Bethesda in the Hebrew tongue, yeah. amen, having five porches. Uh, now this, uh, one, one thing I find, this was not a small pool. It was pretty good size. Yes. In fact, uh, if I understand history right, it was about uh, 13 meters deep, amen. So, it wasn't just a little place, and uh, it had five porches is what the Bible said. Yes. Uh, uh, some history will say it uh, as, as porticles. I don't know the difference, yes. amen. But anyway, had, the Bible said it had five porches. And so we know that a place that big, uh, uh, that, that, that size, amen, it must have been a pretty big area. Yes. And uh, this is where folks went. Because they knew at a certain season, uh, amen, that basically God showed up. An angel of the Lord would begin to trouble the water. And if you've seen that water trouble, 
Amen. The first one that got in after Amen. that water was troubled. It didn't matter what you had wrong with you. Amen. It didn't matter if you was blind. Mm -hmm. It didn't matter if you was a cripple. Amen. It didn't matter if you were dying of cancer. Amen. It didn't matter if you were full of demons. Amen. But whatever, uh, real glory, I feel the Holy Ghost. Yeah, he's still a delivering God. Amen. Casting out devils is not a thing of the past. We need to not only do it out of our lives, but those that come in full of them that are wanting relief and help. And friend, I'm not going to waste my time laying my hands on you and casting out a devil that you're babying and want to keep. But if you want rid of that thing in the name of Jesus Christ, be loose and set free. Hallelujah. This is, uh, my God, the worst thing we could do uh, is to look at church as being something fake. Uh, amen. Or being something that we could make a mockery of. Uh, church is serious business. Uh, amen. It's so serious uh, that God died on the cross. Uh, amen. For our sins. Uh, that is reality uh, in the Lord. Can I tell you something? Uh, the other reality is there's a day uh, when he's coming back uh, after those that have made uh, themselves ready. Amen. My God's not a dead, dead God. Furthermore, the Bible said he's not a God of the dead, uh, but he's a God of the living. Uh, Honey, if we want to remain dead, we need to serve a different God. Because our God is alive and well. And he's on business and working for the church. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah to God. We're glory. Hallelujah. Amen. I find, and uh, amen, bear with me a minute. I, I, I'm not expecting this, Elder. Amen. But I find a lot of times, and it should never be this way, and uh, I haven't felt that in this these services we've been having, but I find in a, in a lot of until tonight, sister. But I find in a lot of times, uh, Amen. Folks will come through that back door, and their mind is not really on and getting a blessing, or or even giving much homage to God, or or changing their ways and getting in church. Uh, they just want to come to see if they can still feel God. Well, friend, if you ever get to that place you can't feel God, it's too late. You don't want to wait till then. But when you feel Him, you need to make up your mind, I'm going to live for Him. Amen. The Bible said my spirit will not always strive with man. And honey, that means women too. Praise the Lord. That means all mankind, all humanity. There's coming a day when the Lord will just, amen, he'll just quit trying. Amen, he'll turn you over to a reprobate mind. You won't have a chance. You don't want to go there. You don't want to get to a place, amen, where you no longer yearn for the move of God or yearn for his touch or for his spirit or his work to be inside of you. Oh, it's a desolate place. Oh, come on, somebody. Amen. What happens when we get to that place? There's no buffer between you and hell and your subject to all the attacks that come out of that bottomless pit. Hallelujah. Amen. My, my, my. Help me, Jesus. Jesus. Help me, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, glory. Amen. But there was this 
pool of Bethesda. And the great thing about this place uh, was according to the Bible, hey amen, it was plumb full of, of impotent people. Yep. People that knew that their hope was in God and the things of God. Amen. For they knew that in a certain time the angel of the Lord would trouble that water. And, and when they seen the waters troubled, if they would just go ahead and get in, that they could be healed of whatsoever they had. Friend, I've got to tell you, that may have been a long time ago, but Hebrews 13 and 8 said Jesus Christ the same. Yesterday, today, and forever. He's that same God that's given new arms. He's that same God that's building new kidneys. He's that same God casting out devils. He's that, oh, come on, somebody. He's that same God forgiving sins and filling folks with the Holy Ghost. Don't believe me, believe his word. He said, I'm God and I change not. I believe him. I'm going to take it. I'm going to stand in line. Whatever you got for me, God. When I see the waters are troubled, when I feel the anointing, power of the Holy Ghost, I want to be first in line. Amen. Amen. I love Brother Rich. He's not going to lose hope. You ain't going to make that man lose hope. It don't matter. Put him in a hospital. Give him a 5% chance to live. He ain't going to lose hope. Hey man, where's our faith? The brother Rich can have it. Where's our faith? Amen. But these folks was there because they realized that they had problems that only God could take care of. Yeah. Amen. Yes, you know what? That's a first step of really being a true born again Christian. Amen. Is knowing that regardless of what's going on in your life, how much you need God. Huh? Some people realize this, amen, when everything's against them. Amen. They realize how much they need God. But I'm at that point in my life, Elder, when I'm on the mountaintop and everything's rosy and peachy, amen. I realize I need God. Amen. There's just no excuse. There'll never be a time in your life where you don't need God, His protection, His blessings, His authority, His word, and His power. It's really good when you can surround yourself with folks that are convinced that they need God. Amen. Amen. They're not average folks. Amen. Come on. Amen. Amen. 
Their whole world can be crashing down around them. They can be going through a Job-like experience. One day have it all. The next day lose it all. And they're still saying, oh, I need you, Jesus. Hey, man, I need you, Lord. Though he slay me, yet will I trust in him. Oh, come on. Hey, man, I know I need him. He's my all in all. He is my everything. I know we need to reach a lost and dying world, but friend, your best friends ought to be those that have a made-up mind how much they need God. Because when the chips is down, those others that don't have faith in God, they're going to separate themselves far from you. Come on, somebody. Oh, but the church of the living God, they've got your back. They're right by your side. When you don't know it, they're praying for you. When you don't give to hoots what they think, what they're doing, they're loving you. They're calling out your name. Amen. Under Jesus. Why? Because they don't want you to die lost without God. Amen, amen. I thank God for the church. Amen. If it wasn't for the church, Elder, I'd have never made it. Amen. Amen. Unfortunately, I know a little about sin. Fact business is, uh, my brother was telling somebody that knew me from the past, not only that I was in church, but God had called me into the ministry. And I was now preaching. And his statement was simply this. Well, he ought to be good at it because he knows plenty about sin. Amen. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. Amen. But one day I was at work. I used to ride demo racehorses. And my mother and dad had came to watch me ride. And you know the things I would do for that stupid job. Yeah. <laughs> I'd go without food. Some days up to three days on top of going without food. Amen. I'd probably uh, I'd take that Lasix and drain my body of any liquid so I could be light enough where I could ride them races. Mm-hmm. And so I was riding, and after I got done, man, sometimes I'd think the lights was going to go out. Mm-hmm. And I might have to hold on to the rail or the fence just to get back to the, yeah. to the jock's room, amen, so I could get ready to go again. And uh, I'm telling you my mother's testimony. This is her testimony. And so she came and watched this. And she seen that I was very fatigued. And, and I was in bad shape. Amen. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. Amen. And she uh, seen this. And she looked up to the heavens. And said this simple prayer. God, would you save my son? Would you save him? And don't let him die lost without you. Amen. That's all she done. Simple prayer. Amen. Flash forward to years later. I got called into the ministry. Amen. God was upon me and I was preaching. Amen. Like he was coming back the next day, which I like to always preach that way. Because no man knows the day nor the hour. That's why we've got to get ready right now. Friend, if you're not ready, don't leave here unsaved. Don't leave here in a lost condition. Please fix it up. You can walk out the door tonight and be your last breath. 
seen me up there preaching and she got overwhelmed because she knew where God had brought me from and placed me where I was right then. And so once again, she looked up to the heavens, tears running down her face. She said, God, what did I ever do to deserve you saving my son? And immediately, he flashed back her mind when she was at the racetrack and seen me in that awful condition and simply said, God, would you save my son? Friends of mine, don't you quit don't you stop pulling don't you stop reaching I'm telling you God's listening amen I don't care if you found them with a needle in their arm don't stop praying I don't care if they're set to spend the rest of their life in the penitentiary. Don't you stop praying. Come on, somebody. I don't care if they're running from everything they've got. I promise you, if you'll pray, there'll be a pull of Bethesda. There'll be a time and a purpose in a place, I'm telling you, where it's gathered around with folks saying, I need God. You don't realize it, but I'm going to point it out to you. You have folks in your life right now that you're the only buffer they have between them and hell. If you get faint, if you get weary and quit, hey man, what chance do they have? Come on, somebody, you got that kind of power. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, glory. Amen. Hallelujah. But these folks said, I need God. Jesus. That's right. I need him. And so they went to this, this pool and they waited for that water to be troubled so they could be made whole. Right. I mean, it feels really good to be made whole. That's right. <laughs> Ain't nothing like being feel. You know, whole is complete. It means lacking nothing. We, we very, very few times do we ever achieve that, that, that perfect spot in our life where we can say all is well and we have need of nothing. But if you ever have gotten in that position, oh, come on, somebody, where it's almost like there at that point in time, God has gave you the perfect blessing. Honey, you'll never forget that. And I'm going to tell you more than that. You'll never leave God. For in Him we live and we move and we have our being. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm going to read a little bit here. Verse 5. A certain man which had an infirmity 38 years, when Jesus saw him lie, and knew that he had been a long time in that case, he said unto him, Will thou be made whole? The important man answered, Sir, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me into the pool. But while I am coming, another steppeth down before me. And Jesus said unto him, Rise, take up thy bed, and walk. And immediately the man was made whole and took up his bed and walked and on the Sabbath day was the same and on the Sabbath day was the I ain't reading that right excuse me and on the same day was the Sabbath day hallelujah 
Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. There's two messages in this passage of Scripture. One was the patience of the man that had, had the infirmity the 38 years. That even though he almost felt like uh, with on looking at things that his miracle would never take place. Yeah. Yet the stirring of the water. My God, I feel yes. the Holy Ghost. Amen. Yet the troubling of the water, Brother Rich, was all he had to hang on to. Yes. I don't know how, my, how many times he purposed in his mind that under the right scenario... I'm going to get my healing. I'm going to be made whole. But while he's waiting on that right scenario, amen, that seemed like it would never take place, along comes Jesus. Amen. You just keep on waiting on God. I don't care if it hadn't came. Amen. In a bowl in a perfect package. Amen. One day along's gonna come Jesus. Amen. And meet your need. Don't you lose faith. Don't you lose a victory. Keep waiting, my God. Keep anticipating that move of God that's gonna come in your life. Amen. Ain't a doubt in my mind. When he seen that, he probably was the first one to see it. Oh, and he'd try. He'd probably roll a little bit. Maybe he tried to crawl. And while he was coming, somebody else got theirs first. But he said, I'm not leaving. I ain't got no other choice. I'm I'm impotent here. There's no other fix. There's, oh, come on, son. Once you're sold out and you know God's the only way, you'll go to great lengths. You'll have patience. Oh, Job, come on, somebody. You'll have patience. Why? Because you're utterly convinced and your mind's made up. I've got to wait on my God. My help comes from above. He's my strength. He's my all in all. And I'm not giving up. Faith like that will cause Jesus to show up. Amen. Amen. Faith like that will cause him to come on the scene. Oh, hallelujah to God. Praise the Lord. You know, we're living in the uh, world today of quick quick technology. We want to push a button. I don't know about you, but I even hate waiting at McDonald's more than five minutes. I, for one, don't think their food's that great. Now it's way overpriced since COVID. Amen. But that's just my opinion. Yep. A lot of people got them. You're right. But I get impatient. But that's in the natural. Oh, but the things of God. I know there's certain things that only God can do. There's certain things that only God can give. And I don't always know when he's going to move. I don't always know, hey man, when that time or place, when he's going to pour his glory out. Come on, somebody. Hey man, and give him a reward out of it. But I'm not quitting. I'm not giving up. Because there is a pull of Bethesda. There is a water. 
amen, of anointing that flows, amen, and when it flows, when God pours it out, things begin to happen. catch some more scripture. I'm going to go back there, I think. Unless the Lord does something else. Yes. Amen. John chapter uh, 7, verse 37. In the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If a man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. Yep. He that believeth on me as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Yes. Now, 39's got some quotes around it. Amen. Mm -hmm. But this spake he of the Spirit, which they that believed on him should receive. Amen. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given, yes. but that Jesus, because, Je because that Jesus was not yet glorified. Mm -hmm. I got news for you. The Holy Ghost has been poured out now. Amen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Amen. But that remains the same. Yep. Mm -hmm. If you believe on Him, as the Scripture has said, Amen. out of your belly will flow rivers of living water. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. I believe in the Hebrew it's, it's mine. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. You know when God said the mine from the mine mm -hmm. in the beginning? Yep. Mm -hmm. The land started appearing. Yep. Pretty neat thing about water. You can't live without it. Amen. That's right. You can't make it without water. That's right. That's a life source. Yes. Yes. No wonder when Jesus was preaching, he included water so often yep. in his messages. Amen. Water is a life giver. Yes. Most of the time it don't have color. It's just kind of transparent and clear. Yep. Water shouldn't smell, although there's, there is sulfur water. Yep. Amen. Without the rains, what happens? Everything dries up. Yep. When the rains come, mixed with the little sun, yep. whoo, what happens? Yes. Things begin to grow. Yep. Birds begin to chirp and yep. sing. Yep. You know why the animals begin to make noise after rain and when the sun comes out? Because they know the earth is going to be replenished Amen. of the things they need for survival. Yes. Faith to want it. Amen. Just enough faith to want it. Amen. 
Water is pretty uh, peculiar. It can be used for uh, so many things. Whew, feel the Lord tonight. Man, I'm kind of agreeing with Brother Rich. Maybe everybody ought to set up here. I'll share some of this with you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. But depending upon the amount of water that flows, things can be carved into the earth. That's right. <laughs> oh, Lord. You ain't getting it yet, are you? You, you still ain't getting it, but we're going to keep going. Amen. Hallelujah. A little bit of water can carve out a real pretty creek. That's right. Amen. Yep. Amen. A little more water can make a good pond to go bass fishing in. Amen. Especially if you dam it up somewhere. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. A little more water than that, it'll make a river. Flowing for miles and miles and miles and miles. And that, oh my God. But what we find is most of the time all this water is tied in together. It's got little brooks and springs and, and everything else flowing into this river. And wheresoever this river goes, amen, people are getting their water source from it. Amen, it's supplied. Amen, water to thousands and millions of people that the life source may be sucked up out of it. Amen, that they can get whatsoever they need. Amen, for survival. Amen. Down home, we've got some rivers. Amen. And uh, there's a place called Twin Bridges. We've got the Neosho River and we got the Spring River. I can take you up to Missouri and I can show you where the river starts. Amen. It starts with just a little old spring-fed stream. Amen. But as it keeps going, oh, come on, somebody. As it keeps going, it gets more water. Amen. It remains clear. Amen. You can almost see almost see through the bottom of it and when it comes to that place called Twin Bridges it empties into a bigger water source called Grand Lake where the two rivers meet and come together and I can't tell you the exciting times people have down there in Great Amen in Grand Lake where the Amen. You don't even get it yet. If you let that anointing flow, if you and I learn to come together, amen, come on, letting that same water, that same Jesus supply our every need. Amen. 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 Yes. My, my, my. Amen. 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 The gold miners, back in the early years, they loved water. They developed these water cannons. They didn't have the equipment that we do today with all the high-powered diesel engines and, and hydraulics. But they had this water source. And they could tear down the side of about any mountain looking for that gold. Amen. Because why? They were pumping enough water into it. Yep. Amen. Amen. No wonder Jesus said, 
that you can walk up to that mountain and say be thou removed and cast into a yonder place and it would have to obey because he understood one thing somebody's going to take hold of the water somebody's going to take hold of the anointing Church, if you'll take hold of the water, if you'll take hold of the anointing, there's not a mountain that can't bow down unto you. Amen. Amen. Yes. Amen. I like caves. You like anybody like caves? Yeah, you guessed it. Those rock formations that becomes a cave, guess what? Carved in there by H2O. Why? Because it's a power source that cannot be contained nor tamed. Come on, somebody. That sounds like my God. No wonder he... Amen. He recognized himself with the power of water. But his power is much stronger. For Jesus can come in many forms. But he always goes back to the form of God. Hallelujah. Oh, come on, somebody. He's the Father. He's the Son. He's the Holy Ghost. He's the Savior of the world. He's my healer. He's my redeemer. He's my deliverer. But at the end of it, he's still my God. You take water, you put it in the freezer, what you got? Pull it out again, let it melt. What's, what do you got? Still water. You put it in a tea kettle, you throw it on the stove, if your fire's hot enough, it'll go. Then I'll get this high-pitched whistle. And that steam coming out of that. You know what that is? When you get the water that hot, it's pretty cool. Because that steam comes out and it can't be controlled. It just spews wherever it wants to. You still ain't got it. The same way, I always have to get drunk in the Holy Ghost. I wouldn't have to put up with it. Come on, somebody. Yes. Amen. 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 When you get on fire for the living God, amen, it'll overflow. It'll spew. It'll come out all over the place. No one will be able to contain. Amen. The God you serve. Don't you love him tonight? Yes. Amen. Praise, I said, don't you love him tonight? Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Can I get back to that pool for a little while? Yes. Amen. The uh, impotent man, I'm sure he had the right idea. Great message. He was preaching about, I just need somebody to help me. I just need somebody to help me. But that's what he was saying. 
I'm glad I'm involved with some people tonight that'll help one another. Amen. You know, probably one thing me and Pastor Marshall got in common is uh, we're meat eaters. Jesus. You vegetarians can go fly a kite. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Jesus. About supper time, somebody said, somebody brought you a rib. I thought, well, maybe they're trying to give me mine back. They're tired of it. <laughs> but no, it was more than one. And man, was they good. Yep. <laughs> you know what that is? Somebody trying to bless somebody else. Yep. Woo, man, it was a blessing. Yep. I don't know about you, Elder, but I could have foundered on that rib. Yep. <laughs> Hallelujah. Maybe that's why I'm going slow tonight. Maybe I'm a little full of ribs and fry bread and stew. Wow. My Lord. Yep. Good thing God didn't call a fast or I'd have been in trouble. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Yeah. Amen, but uh, whoo, she cut up oh, no, yes. But if I just had somebody to help me Amen. get to that pool. Yes. I read a story one time about King David. Jesus. He wanted to bless someone in the house of Saul because of his friend Jonathan. Yes. Amen. So he began to call on Saul's servant, and he found out that there was one of Jonathan's son left. Man, but he was crippled. For when they were trying to flee war, basically, putting it in my terms, he man his uh, mate had dropped him, and that crippled him for life. Yep. Amen. Amen. But David wanted to Bless him yep. on Jonathan's account. Mm-hmm. Amen. Praise the Lord. And so he ordered that uh, they go and and uh, retrieve him. Praise the Lord. Yep. His comment was, who am I? I'm basically a dead dog that's no good to no one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I felt that way at times. But David said this to the servants. He said, uh, I'm going to let him redeem all of Saul's land. And you can work it and you can till it for food, for fruit, things necessary to keep you Amen. But as for uh, what's his name? Huh? I was having a hard time pronouncing, so I was going somewhere with that. Mephibosheth or something like that. Hallelujah. He said, I want him. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost. One of your brothers, grab me a couple of chairs, would you? Somebody, bring him up here. He said, as for him, He's going to eat at the king's meat at the king's table. Yep. Hallelujah. Put one over there, one over here. It's kind of like something like this. This is a table. Get, get another brother and get me a volunteer that you can carry. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. 
You go back there and pick up Brother Rich, I'm going to be amazed. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. See, two brothers and one that you can carry. Who's the other carrier? I suppose here. Sit over here, son. Two of us to carry? Yep. Sit over here, would you? Sit right here. Oh, mate. I can't pronounce that. Yeah, Mephibosheth. I'm hillbilly, church. Praise the Lord. And I was saying that perfect at home. But he's going to eat at my table. And so, Mephibosheth being a cripple, every day they had to pick him up and carry him and set him down at the king's table. Every day at meal time. Mm -hmm. Amen. Let's get you on over here to the table. You're at the king's table. Jesus. And whatsoever was served, my God, I feel the Holy yeah, Ghost. Whatsoever was served at the king's table. Here, I need a king. Somebody come be. What's well, a sharp dressed king? Praise the Lord. He was back there rolling himself, and I, I said, You missed this spot way back here. There was nothing there. <laughs> but whatever served at the king's table, Mephibosheth was eating the same thing that the king was. Man, you look pretty sharp sitting at the king's table. You look like everybody else sitting there. You got the same platter. You got the same cup. Yep. Jesus. Jesus. And looking across that table at the seventh, guess what? He has the appearance that he's just like everybody else. Yep. For you have to get up under the table to see if he's a cripple. Oh, come on, somebody. Yeah. You still ain't getting it. If we can get them eating at the king's table. I don't care who they are, what they look like, where they come from, where they been. They all look the same sitting at the king's table. What do you need, sir? You need some more wine? You need some more meat? You're at the king's table. Whatever you want. You can. You want a nice slice of cake? You, would you like pie? You're at the king's table. Nothing's held back. You can eat whatever you want. You're just like everybody else when you're sitting at the king's table. You ain't got it yet. If you realize you are just as good as anyone else, you'd quit rejecting. They made a seat at the king's table. All right, brother. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. I believe that man of Bethesda knew what he was doing. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody just help me. Yeah. I can get in the pool. I can be just like everybody else. I can have my meat. I can eat with the best of them. Yeah. Oh, come on. Yeah. 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 Yeah
Could I compel somebody? Could I tell somebody? The table is set. Amen. The seat is there for you. But you got to decide that you want to eat from the king's table. He said, either we'll let him come and take you the water of life freely. It's that simple. You know the difference between being a good Christian and a bad one? It just wanting to be a good one. If you want to be a good Christian, you'll succeed. You know why? You'll be just like, like the man of God said in the Word. He said, let not my enemies rejoice against me. For when I fall, I shall arise. If you make up your mind, you may be down today, but I'm not staying there. I'm getting up. I got to go sup. I got a spot at the king's table. There ain't enough devils in hell that can keep you away from God's house. Let our intellect as Christians grow. Let our thought process as Christians grow. Amen. If we're not understanding, amen, that those around us has already a table spread and a seat pulled out. Amen. Waiting for them to sit in at a king's table. Friend, our heart ain't right. And we need to get a hold of God. It's about inviting them in. Come on, somebody. The Bible said go out in the highways and the byways and compel them to come in. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. All the men at the pull of Bethesda. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. All he wanted was somebody that would help him get in the pool. I wonder tonight, and you know, once in a while the Lord allows to do a couple of things. In the past, I've had emotion running through me like this. And when folks would, would move on God's behalf, God would bless them. Yep. Say, what if that don't happen tonight? Well, what if it does? What if it does? I'm willing to try it, are you? I wonder tonight if uh, that hanky there was the middle of the pool of Bethesda. I wonder if you felt that anointing flowing like the water in the pool of Bethesda. I wonder how many would get up and come and say, I need to be made whole. Amen. In the mighty name of the yeah, Lord Jesus Christ, Jesus. God, that your power and your will and your virtue would fall right now from the top of her head to the sole of her Lord, that he she might let it out, sisters. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.